The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Um, you all have recently called us the Vibe of Thrive, and I want to thank you so much for tuning us in and turning us on every day. I'm thrilled to be here with you. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, and we come to you live about 14 hours every week, and we are having a great, great time. First off, let me make sure that you all know that um, to listen to us, you can go to our website, and there's a Listen Live button. There's also a place for you to look up what times we're on live. But most importantly, we've created ways for you to download us automatically, put us in iTunes or any other mechanism you have, and just flip the switch and turn us on whatever you feel like it. Go to the website, thedrpatshow.com, or simply Dr. Pat Live for more information and to get plugged in. Well, today's show is a show that I've been looking forward to having since the very first time I heard we were going to be speaking with Dr. Joan Borisenko. She's been on my show several times before, and, and we've talked about lots of things. But I, I don't know if we've ever talked about something so as critical as what we're going to talk about today. She has recently uh, authored the book, It's Not the End of the World, Developing Resilience in Times of Change. And so today, we're going to take you on a journey of what resilience means. What does it mean to have this kind of essence about you? And just so you know, uh, Dr. Joan Brzezenko knows quite a bit about this. She has been working with people for quite some time as the founder um, or co-founder and former director of the body of the mind body clinical programs at Beth Israel and I want to say this she has studied with some people that I so admire and we're going to hear about one of those individuals today because he is actually in her book licensed psychologist and co-founder and former director as I said of the mind body clinical programs at two Harvard medical schools uh, teaching medical school teaching hospitals and as a matter of fact she has been on the show before, best-selling author, inspirational speaker, and most importantly, mentor to so many people. Today's topic is a topic that I hope you're sitting in front of your computer or you're, you're sitting down and you're taking notes or you're simply listening. Dr. Joan, thank you so much for joining us here today. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Oh, thanks, Dr. Pat. I can't believe you do this 14 hours a week. How well, fabulous is that? It is, and I think you said this to me a long time ago. I think the very first time you and I were on air together, and I was talking, and I don't remember exactly what the book was you had out, but we were talking about being in the flow of life. Yes. And I think I said something to you or asked you about whether or not you love what you did. So since that time, I realized how much I really love what we're doing and how it is helping so many people. So, you know, for most people, 14 hours a week, they would think, oh, my gosh, she actually needs to be a, a client of Dr. Jones, not interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you know, thank you for joining us here today. And I have, I am so thrilled about the message that you have right now. And I wanted to ask you um, about the book and about resilience. But one of the things that I wanted to point to, um, you know, just simply coming out of the gate, is um, it's a quote. And I want to read the quote because this was such a just such an inspirational quote for me to open the book and see. And the quote is, you know, what the caterpillar calls the end of the world, the master calls a butterfly. And I think that's the first quote you have in the book by Richard Bach. That's right. I wanted to ask you, has that been sort of the essence of how you've lived your life? Well, I've had to learn I've had to learn to live my life like that. I am not by nature a person who is genetically resilient. <laughs> I laugh about something that's quite true in terms of optimism and pessimism. I'm not naturally optimistic, Dr. Pat. I'm a recovering pessimist. <laughs> and because of that, it you know, if somebody actually, this stuff is in their bones, they can't teach it very well because they can't see it, kind of like a fish swimming in the water. They, they don't understand what the water is. The reason why I think I've been so interested in teaching this over the years is because I've been learning it. And I can break it down in a way that makes sense to people because it's not my natural milieu. Mm. You know, the answer to your question, whether I've lived the Richard Bach quote, in recent years I certainly have because what I know is even if I'm in the midst of change, even if some of my old pessimistic patterns come first. I've developed the capacity to witness those, to draw back from them, to say, you know what, that's, that's, that's the old stuff. I can make another choice. I actually have power. And then I've got a worldview, and the worldview is very much that whenever we go through periods of tremendous change and breakdown, and it breaks down in identity, it's not our death. It's the entrance to another identity, um, something beyond our ego identity, but something that allows us to step into the moment, to find our creative role on this earth, to develop more compassion. And that's my spiritual viewpoint. And so that's, that's where I've come to. So I suppose at this point I can say, yes, I do live that way, and so can your listeners learn to live that way even if right now they feel depressed or helpless or, you know, just just feeling anxious in this tremendous time of um, worldwide upheaval and change. It really is quite a time for um, introspection, so to speak, but it is really also a time for calling to action. There are so many people, uh, Dr. Borisenko, that are out there right now that are taking action. I mean, we hear a lot about uh, folks not taking action, but um, there are a lot of folks that are taking action. And I wanted to ask you about what it is that enables some people to go through and create this essence or this new life or this action in times of stress. Well, you know, there are two concepts that I think are very important that I've looked at, and it's not the end of the world. One of them is what makes people stress-hardy, because we all know that 
there are people who respond to a challenge, they lose a job, uh, and the next day they're right out there. They say, you know what, this is a challenge. I can meet it. I can do it. They realize that, you know, you can't control everything in your world, but that doesn't mean you're helpless. In other words, you maybe had no control over getting the pink slip, but you can control over whether you show up at a temporary job pool in the morning or whether whether you get on the computer and you connect with all the people who might help you. So you control what you can and let go of what you can't. And then those kinds of stress-hardy people also have what is called commitment, and that is they're committed to some purpose in life, to some worldview in life that keeps them engaged. And so when stress comes, instead of crawling off in a corner and isolating themselves, what they do is engage even more deeply with life because they've got that juice that that flows through them, that motivation. And this is work that was done a number of years ago by originally by Suzanne Kobasa and Salvador Matti, two psychologists who were studying a company, Illinois Bell Telephone, when it was undergoing divestiture. So we had that story. A lot of companies are undergoing divestiture now. And over the intervening 30 years or so since they were studying Illinois Bell Telephone, they've recognized that stress hardiness has to do with people, it has to do with institutions, and it's a learnable skill. And that's really, really important. So for your listeners, the first question to ask yourself when a stressful event happens is, what do you say to yourself? You know, what goes on in your mind? Our minds are like Woody Allen films. And do you say to yourself, it's the end of the world, this is no good, this is terrible, I can't... um, go through this one more time, or can you find a sense of challenge? Like, you know, I'm going to grow through this. It'll work out somehow. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to dive in. And that second attitude of challenge is definitely a learnable skill. Yeah, I I mean, what you're talking about is, you know, what kind of messages do we say to ourselves? But, you know, as you're talking about this, two things came to mind. This is kind of funny. It's going to be something you're probably going to want to put in your next book. Yeah. You're, you're talking about the divestiture. Well, I was part of the divestiture at AT&T. I worked at AT&T for about 20-something years. How funny. And I was part of the divestiture. I was on the pre-divestiture team and then one of seven people to start a new company working with those regional companies, by the way. And so amazing. as you're talking about this, I'm having like this flashback moment. And and you're talking about, you know, what are the thoughts that come to mind? And immediately I saw a scene from the movie The Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) So I think what you're talking about, I probably have some crusty stuff around the divestiture thing, but, you know, but what you're, but I'm here to talk about it, you see? You know, I'm here to kind of tell the story of it. And, it, you know, I love that you've taken on resilience or the topic or the conversation of resilience in this way because the last time I heard a conversation of resilience was in a, what do I want to say, an organizational book that was really meant for, quote, organizations. But this really, uh, Dr. Joan, is a message for individuals now to use a model that they can use for the rest of their lives. Well, you know, it is. And we so, you know, we so need the model. Let me tell you, 
the moment, Dr. Pat, when I decided I really, I had to write this book. Well, let's take a short break and, and tell that story when we come back because I really get a sense, you know, that there is this tipping point or what, or was this tipping point, this moment for you, this wow moment because I've read all of your books. And this book is a very, very, very powerful message and call to action. Dr. Joan Borisenko joining us here today. It's not the end of the world. I'm telling you, both of us are here telling you about this. When we come back, we're going to hear why this book is so important, why the topic is so important, and what actually motivated Dr. Joan Borisenko to take this message out. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yoga Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yoga Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Introducing the featured re-release of Cat James' grassroots best-selling book, The Truth About Beauty, Transform Your Looks and Your Life from the Inside Out. The Truth About Beauty represents the most comprehensively researched and inspiring body and beauty guide to date. It's been called a masterpiece by New York Magazine's two-time nutritionist of the year, Oz Garcia, and a path to personal triumph by former Glamour publisher Suzanne Grimes. The re-released edition of this modern health and beauty classic features 40% new material, including James' long-awaited recipes from her acclaimed Total Transformation programs, plus her living formula for freedom from food obsession, state-of-the-art natural skin, supplement, and anti-aging strategies, and a natural product resource guide called Worth Its Weight in Gold by Marie Claire Magazine. If you're ready to get serious, get the truth about beauty and transform yourself today. Visit InformedBeauty.com. 
Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher, graduating hundreds of students from five continents. A popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's Margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y dot com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired very fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And if you do call us, the first two callers will get or will get, we'd love to give you a copy of the book we're referring to today by Dr. Joan Borisenko. It's not the end of the world, developing resilience in times of change. You know, before the break, uh, Dr. Joan, and thank you so much for joining us here today. Before oh, the break, so you started to tell I a story. I love your show, and it's always just a treat to talk with you. I always learn something, Dr. Pat. It's really kind of, it's very mutual. And I was telling you a story during the break about the book because we had gotten this book uh, earlier in the office. And so I've had several occasions to read it, um, you know, meaning that I've read it several times and I've used some of the things in your book in reference to addressing some of the issues that have come up in our immediate team. And you started to tell the reason why you have written this book I would love for you to share that because it seems like we are using the economy just about every time there's something that's not going right these days in our lives. And I wonder, well, how does that fit in to the story of resilience and stress? You know, I can't believe you're asking me this question because that's exactly, I was going to tell a story just about this. And what had happened was the stock market had crashed, you know, round about, um, oh, it was about October 2008 when people really were saying, my God, I've lost like 30 or 40% of everything I had. I'm not going to be able to retire. And that, of course, is um, uh, true for a lot of people. They lost a great deal of ground. People did lose jobs. And I was at a conference one day, and I heard two diametrically opposed stories at this time. And one of them, the first one, just completely broke my heart. And it was the story of a young broker on Wall Street who was a good friend of one of the presenters. And, you know, a young man in his 30s, very bright, and when the market crashed, what he actually did was jump out of a window. Mm. thought, over this, in your 30s, life is going to be like this. You I mean, we all make it and lose it in many ways, not just financially, but in relationships. There are always ups and downs. And I thought, my God, um, you know, I couldn't help. I have kids in their 30s. My sons are in their 30s. And all I could think of is, he's some mother's son. And then I thought of my boys and their babies, and I thought, you know, maybe he's somebody's dad, he's somebody's husband. Why? 
And then I realized why, because in some way he became helplessness, help, helpless, dispirited, depressed, uh, and that was the only way, apparently, that he could, he could think of managing things. And it rang a bell uh, for me, Dr. Pat, because, you know, my father many years ago had jumped out of a window when he couldn't stand his cancer treatment anymore. Mm. So obviously it hit, um, it hit a spot right in my heart. And then at the very same conference, it was so amazing, I met a, a young mother whose name uh, is Jill. And Jill and her husband had owned a mortgage brokerage firm. This is interesting because one of my sons had owned a mortgage brokerage company. Well, those went kaput. And then they had had, you know, real estate um, building going on, too. And they lost everything, just you know, just lost it all. And they had to move out of their beautiful home. Literally everything repossessed, their cars. They had nothing. Moved into a tiny apartment with three little girls. And Jill says to me, she said, I don't want to glorify poverty. Um, but, you know, she said, this may be the best thing that ever happened to us. Wow. She said, my husband and I have not had time like this with our children. We were so intent on building these uh, very successful businesses. And she said, this time of just being together has been a gift. And she said, now I'm starting a new business and I'm going to work at home because I want to be with my daughters. And they both had that entrepreneurial, I can do it, stress hardy and resilient and I'm sure that they're going to do just great. But the fact that I really liked is they weren't projecting into the future, saying things like, well, we may be down out and miserable now, but maybe in the future we'll be successful. She was absolutely in the flow of her life right then and saying, it's a different life, but I can already see that it's a better life. And so what this did for me was I thought, I've got to I've got to write a book because I've been studying resilience for years. You know, the question I asked working with with AIDS patients and cancer patients in a clinical setting for years is why do some people thrive and way outlive their their prognosis? Why do other people just give up and die way before they should? And I thought this is just another face of it. And when people say, "Oh, it's the economy and give up." These are the people who need to learn something about resilience. And the same fire in me that made me want to set up a mind-body clinic years ago, that was the fire that was ignited that said, I have to write this book. You know, this is such a great story because you've had many, many circumstances, as I've had, where we get to choose between what we want to bring into our energy and our consciousness and our mind and our actions during any given day, any moment of the day. You know, even today, Joan, I mean, you have a story in the book, and I hope you share it, um, about the three secrets of resilience. Even today, as I'm getting ready to do this interview with you, and I've done, I can't tell you how many interviews. I've got thousands of them on the website. I still get that green room nervousness because, <laughs> wow, I'm going to be talking to Dr. Joan Versenko today, best-selling author, shaker, mover, mind-bender, shape-shifter, you know, and this is where my mind goes. And you get that moment of, 
Am I going to be okay? The good news is it's only about a few seconds. It used to be about a few days and weeks. So I think I'm going in the right direction, don't you think? Totally, and you're such a great interviewer. But, of course, when you get the jitters, that's not what your mind is telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the things that I'd love for you to talk about is, you know, when you address the three secrets of resilience, and you have a fabulous quote from Mickey Rock, but Mickey Rourke, but there's a great story. (laughs) Yeah, my goodness, I have to, I've got the book in front of me, and wondering if I can even find that Mickey work. I have got it right it? here. It's the three secrets. That this I love Mickey, by the way. You talk about resilience. You know, the three secrets of resilience. Get a lot of sleep, a lot of exercise, eat real good, say your prayers, and be good to your dogs. Isn't that cool? That's Mickey. That is, because I read that in Time magazine when, you know, he'd been interviewed and someone said, hey, you know, what's your advice to survive and come back in hard times? And he is. That's why people like the wrestler. It was the story of, uh, you know, somebody who would get up and be resilient and try again. <laughs> so I thought it was great. But there has been a lot of research on resilience, Pat, as you know, a tremendous amount. And, you know, psychologists have looked, for example, at, at children. Why is it that some children who grow up in tremendously abusive circumstances, who live through holocausts and who lose parents to AIDS in Africa, some of those children really become depressed. Um, They become angry. They develop all kinds of problems. And some of them are resilient. And they come out of it not only unscathed, but strengthened in some way. What is it that makes those kids resilient? Then, of course, there's been a lot of studies of people with illness. How come somebody with AIDS looks at it in a way that somehow they grow from it? Um, They blossom as a human being. They get a sense of purpose. They get a sense of compassion while others, you know, others just give up hope. And there's been particularly in the last 10 years or so, a number of studies of prisoners of war, POWs. And many of the POW studies have been pilots who were shot down in Vietnam. And, of course, we all know who one of those pilots is, and that's John McCain. And the question there, once again, is how on earth do you do you lose everything? You're in a, a prison camp. You're being tortured. And how do you come out of that intact in any way? Well, we're going to talk about that, Joan, because this is so important. And we're going to also talk about, you know, what we can do. What are the things that can help us build resilience? Also, Dr. Joan mentions one of my favorite, well, let's call him inspiration, someone she studied with a long time ago. And we're going to hear how his response methodology is helping countless people. Dr. John Borisenko, it's not the end of the world, right here on the Dr. Pat Show. And I want to share a little tidbit before we go off to break. While we were talking about the economy, while Dr. Joan was talking about it in the way she was talking about it, the Dow went from a downward trend and is now moving upward, way above 
9,000. Actually, it's above 95. And so the point is, yesterday is yesterday. Today is today. What are the choices? What are the choices that all of us are willing to make? Stay tuned. When we come back, we've got lots more to share with you. Are you ready to be resilient? We'll be right back. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Bellagenza Extraordinary Hair Care provides a complete line of natural professional products. Your hair is your number one accessory, so make sure you treat it right with the finest blend of natural food-grade fusion ingredients. Bellagenza provides you with a luxurious experience and high-quality ingredients in a base of aloe and plant juices. Visit Bellagenza.com and receive 10% off when you order online. Just enter Dr. Pat, D-R-P-A-T. That's Bellagenza.com, B-E-L-E-G-E-N-Z-A.com. Are you feeling a little lost, powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, contact Dawn today at 425-453-8180 or visit dawnsvision.com. Performance Velocity brings you the Breakthrough Human Performance Formula, ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now. Do you know how to live courageously? Have you mastered your own mind power to create abundance in every area of your life? With Dr. Joanne White's empowering seminars and books, you'll supercharge your own abilities. The success doc, author, speaker, life, and business coach will help you transform your life and exceed your expectations. Call 1-877-DOC-WHITE or visit docwhite.org to live your dreams right now. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit PerfGoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F, GoGreen.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866 866- 472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back everyone. Welcome back to the show. I want to make sure that if you want to have, if you want to find out more information about us and sign up for our newsletter and you know 
get plugged into iTunes or some of the other methods to listen to the show if you haven't been able to listen to it live, is to just go to our website, thedrpatshow.com or drpatlive, drpatlive.com. Today, I am here with this amazing, amazing conversation with Dr. Joan Borisenko. Her latest book, It's Not the End of the World, Developing Resilience in Times of Change. And, you know, Joan, why don't we give our listeners a way to find out more about you, about what you're doing, and how they might be able to get a copy of the book. Well, sure. First of all, I have a website, and this depends upon your ability to spell my name, <laughs> which is, you know, if there's another life, I, I'm going to apply to be a Smith. But you have to be able to spell Borisenko. So it's first name is Joan, the second is B-O-R-Y-S-E-N-K-O. So joanborisenko.com and course, there's a free newsletter that you can sign up for, and you can. There's quite a lot of articles uh, and some video that's posted on that site. And then, in addition to that, my very favorite thing is Facebook, and I maintain my own page. It's not a fan page, and every day I engage a very active community of people in inquiry in questions about you know, about life. And there is always a wonderful string of responses. And what has excited me about the Facebook community is I've gotten lots of feedback that people have actually formed real-life friendships after, um, you know, discovering each other in the conversation threads. So I have to say I'm a social networking junkie. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> I do, too. And I, I maintain my own Facebook page for Dr. Pat Vasily. I also have the Dr. Pat Show page. But, you know, it really is a way to connect people and bring inspiration to a whole another level. Um, I want to make sure that all of you know that we also have a link to Joan's website and to the book and to many other places uh, that reference her work on her website, on the Dr. Pat Show website. But when you get to, to visit with Joan, you're going to see a lot of amazing things. I would encourage you to sign up for her newsletter. She's got articles. You'll be able to find out through her calendar of events where she is going to be. I know she's got a number of uh, different events. Events coming up here in the in the near future, Joan. I wanted to ask you about the steps that people can take to first of all find out where they are in terms of their stress level and their ability to be resilient, and then can you become resilient if you are not? Meaning, can can this be something that one learns? Absolutely. So let's let's get right down to the practicalities here. First of all, you know, in all the different studies of resilience, certain things really have um, come to the top. And I talk in the first chapter of It's Not the End of the World about three main secrets of resilience. And, of course, there are several more. But one of them is resilient people actually face the facts. They are realists. Sometimes, you know, we, I have have a friend, for example, who was in the construction business. And when the downturn came, instead of, instead of doing something like saying, my God, I see the handwriting on the wall. I have to be realistic. I better go look for a job quickly. 
uh, he just kept saying, you know what, if I keep visualizing and affirming, this will definitely come back. And, you know, now he's in terrible financial condition because he was not a realist. And this is what you have to, what, what you have to be. You have to face the facts. I found, you know, there's a wonderful writer for the Harvard Business Review by the name of Diane Coutu. She told a story in an article she wrote on resilience about Morgan Stanley and how realistic they were when there was a terrorist attack in the World Trade Center in 1993. And they realized, oh, my, this is a highly symbolic target, and we better be proactive. We have to see the handwriting on the wall. So they developed a really good escape and evacuation plan. They they actually rented office space off-site so that in case there was ever an attack, their business could go on. And, of course, there was an attack, uh, as we know, on 9-11. And they were, the Morgan Stanley offices were in the South Tower. And actually, the whole... The whole floors, that those floors took a direct hit. But what happened, because they were so well prepared, is that when the first tower was struck, they realized instantly what, what needed to be done. And they evacuated 3,000 people in under 15 minutes because they were prepared. So even though their floor took that direct hit, all but seven people got out. And unfortunately, one of the people who didn't make it was Rick Rescorla, who was their head of security, who stayed behind to get everybody else out. And it's interesting that he was a highly decorated um, Vietnam vet, obviously a very resilient man. So I would say to your listeners, how realistic are you when the handwriting is on the wall? Let's say, let's say you're married to an alcoholic. Do you sit and say to yourself, oh, well, if I'm just nice to this person or I give them a few books, they're going to get better? Or do you realize this is a disease and it's a disease that eventually will end up one way or another killing the spirit of the body of this person that I love? And as long as I stay with them and I don't deal with the stuff in myself that makes me stay, it's going to kill me too. People... (laughs) It's, it's been said that codependence is a worse disease, a worse addiction than alcoholism itself. So in other words, realists are proactive. The, if, if you have an alcoholic spouse, you need to go to Al-Anon. You need to get help. You need to figure out what to do so that you don't remain in a helpless state. If your business is failing, you better start looking at some other way to make a living. So this is like an eyes-straight-forward look in reality in the eyeball. The second big thing about resilience is faith. So I want to tell you a story about that that I actually um, also told in the book. That, okay, great. Um, Jim, Jim Collins, when he wrote the wonderful book, From Good to Great, actually interviewed a highly decorated um, you know, military person who was Admiral Jim Stockdale. And Stockdale was a POW for eight years, held and tortured. And so uh, the question that Jim Collins asked of Stockdale was he said, who didn't live? Who didn't live to make it out of the POW camp? And Stockdale said, oh, that's easy. He said, it was the optimists. 
said because the optimists kept saying stuff like, we'll be out by Christmas, and Christmas came and went, they were still there. Then we'll be out by 4th of July, still there. Out by Thanksgiving, they were still there. And Stockdale ended that conversation by saying, well, I think they all died of broken hearts. They weren't realistic. Uh, And that, you know, once again, the realism is so important. But here's the interesting thing. Uh, The next question that Collins asked of Stockdale was, why did you survive? And Stockdale said, because I have faith, because of my faith. And it's interesting because he distinguished faith from realism. That is a distinction that I, I guess I've really not heard before, but it, it does, it actually, it makes sense, doesn't it, though? Well, it does. I mean, I can, I can certainly be realistic about my conversation, but, you know, my own faith, Dr. Pat, has gotten me through many times because my own sense of faith is life is deeply meaningful, it's deeply purposeful, and if I show up with an open heart, an open mind, and a willingness to act, if I do that, I will certainly learn something or help someone or there'll, there'll be some deepening of my soul in whatever the circumstance may be. And I may not see that for a long time, but my faith is that we're actually here on planet Earth for a reason and that is to grow in compassion, to grow in love, that we're the growing edge of divine consciousness, you might say. Another way of saying it is that that within the creation of God, um, we're the way, we're the, we're, we're the, the only way that God can be aware of itself, outside of itself. And that makes everything meaningful to me. So everybody has a different kind of faith. But resilient people have some kind of faith. So that's two things. They're realistic. They have some faith that really sustains them in hard times so that, you know, if you give in to like, oh, gosh, the whole thing's meaningless and uh, you become cynical, that's that's where the problem is. Yeah, that's someone mentioned to me negative faith. When we come back from break, we're going to share that third secret, and we're going to talk about the relaxation response. Do you have one? Can you buy one? What is it, actually? We'll talk about that and much more with Dr. Joan Borosenko. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Did you know Greek Gods Yogurt's fat content actually helps you lose weight? Not only does this healthy fat contribute to curbing sugar cravings, also, the provided bacteria in Greek Gods yogurt has an effect on how fats are metabolized and absorbed by the body. So don't forget to pack a Greek Gods yogurt for a snack today. For more information, visit GreekGodsYogurt.com and Analuke.com. Are you feeling stuck? 
Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Are you tired of being overweight and nothing you try can get you to lose the weight and keep it off? What if there was a way to lose the weight that didn't involve dieting, buying other people's food, counting points, or having risky surgery? I'm Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis to share some successes from people just like you. Janine Crosby lost 89 pounds in 10 months. Brenda Eckel lost 75 pounds and went from a size 22 to a size 8. She is completely free from her insulin for diabetes. Becky Miller lost 65 pounds and went from a size 18 to a 6. Bill Birdsong lost 105 pounds and a total of 14 inches off his waist. His pant size went from a 50 to a 36. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents. A popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y dot com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Dr. Joan Borisenko, best-selling author, and this is really a very, very must-have book. It's not the end of the world. Developing Resilience in Times of Change. If you want to find out more about uh, Dr. Joan, you can go to her website, joanborisenko.com, and that's Joan, B-O-R-Y-S-E-N-K-O.com. Lots of information. Sign up for the newsletter. Joan, we were talking about the three secrets. I think we covered two of them. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat wanting to hear the third, and thank you for joining us today. Oh, my goodness. I have to go slightly out of order on the third. I want to. I want to put in a fourth, and then we'll go back to the third, simply because yesterday I was doing a teleseminar on resilience, and I had as my guest, Loretta LaRoche, the humorist. Oh, yes. And there is no question that one of the big aspects of resilience is the sense of humor. When you can laugh at what it is that's going on for you, then you can distance from it, and, uh, you know, you don't, you don't take it so seriously. So I want to say that, that that is very important. It's as important as the deep belief that life is meaningful that we talked about, and also the realism. But the next big secret, secret three here, 
is what the French call bricolage, and that is using whatever is at hand to make something. So I'll give you an example. Uh, what the French do oftentimes, and I do it too, is at the end of the week before you go shopping, you see what's in the refrigerator, and you make something fabulous out of it, you know, like a soup of odds and ends or uh, a meal out of things that you would never have thought of combining. When Viktor Frankl, who was one of the world's experts on resilience, by the way, because he survived actually four Nazi death camps, he talked about bricolage and resilience. He said in the camps there were some people who they would pick up every every bit of odds and ends, you know, a bit of string, a bit of wire, a nut, a bolt, anything that had fallen from somewhere. And he said these tended to be the survivors because these were the ones who could do something like fashion a shoelace and keep their shoes on so that their feet wouldn't freeze in the snow. And people who are resilient have this capacity to look around them and to say, who do I know? What can I see? What can I do? And all of a sudden, the numerous possibilities that are around us all the time can recombine in a new way, and they can bring forth something of great value and utility out of that that can shift their life. And so, you know, there's a great deal of interest now, Dr. Pat, in right brain skills. And a big part of the book looks at, well, how do we develop these right brain skills so that we can become bricolers and have that ability to really see the hidden patterns and possibilities in the things around us? When we, when we wake up each day, uh, Dr. Joan, and we, we sometimes, I don't know, I'm human, sometimes are a little crusty, <laughs> as I like to say. Yeah, I had a very crusty morning myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And, you know, honestly, I think you should start talking about the stock market because since you stopped, we've had a whole different reaction. Oh, but the point down. that I think I want to make is, you know, you and I are human beings. Exactly. We really are. And, you know, there are some days today, you know, might have been one of a little crusty waking up today. What can we do to create that resilience in the moment, you know, and become stress-hardy, even though in that moment of wake-up, we're not really feeling the love. You know, here's the thing. Um, If you are willing to be in the moment with what is, it will naturally change because our moods are changing, circumstances are changing, everything's changing every single moment. You know, just look at nature. Nothing stays the same. So if you were crusty, the idea is not to say, oh, Dr. Pat, don't you know better than that? You've interviewed like 3,000 people. <laughs> you shouldn't be crusty. What we do to ourselves, we think, I know better than this. I shouldn't be this way. And then that self-criticism only makes us feel crustier. But if we're able to, you know wake up and say, today I'm not feeling so resilient. And just sit for a moment and say, well, that's so. I accept that. People, I, I feel, you know, I feel this way now, and that's okay because 
later on I'll feel another way. And if you just say, all right, I'm okay with what is, and then you go uh, along with your day, that's it. And the okay with what it is, just saying that cuts off the negative, other negative mind talk. You've just accepted it, that's it, I'm crusty, and now I'm going on to the next thing. And you know what? That acceptance is the only thing that really cuts through the crustiness. And then, you know, your mood changes, you go on to the next thing. So that's, that's what I recommend. And uh, ex- acceptance of what is, just to allow it to come and move through you. I feel there, much better. Than I, I feel, I, exactly. I mean, and, you know, we all have those moments. Um, you know, this is really, for many people, this is really a time to not only look within, but to take action on the outside. I don't think there's ever been a time in my lifetime, or at least I don't think maybe I was awake enough to realize if there was. But there, I, I sense there, there is this incredible time to be able to look within and then take action outside. And I want to thank you for joining us today and wonder if you would share a personal message with our listeners. Yes. Uh, I think the, you know, there's two aspects to our own personalities. We have a sense of identity, you know, a self, and it's really rooted in the past. And then we have a whole other sense of identity, which comes through in flow states, which has what my friend Jean Houston would call a passion for the possible. And that's our self that's emerging moment by moment by moment. And that self is our best self. And it's almost like it's standing out there in the future and it's calling to us. It says, hey, you can do it. You can evolve. Um, This is the way to love. This is the way to action. And so to do what you can to be in that space where you may look back at your past self, but you say, you know, that's done. I'm going to stand in the moment and let that future self call me step by step into the future. And to do that, to be in the place where our own best self can call to us and we can hear its guidance, requires letting go of life for a while, whether you're meditating or whether you just say, I don't care if I have time or not, I'm driving out to the countryside, I'm going to have a walk in the woods, whatever it is that allows you to just become present, this is so important for life, it's so important for resilience, it's so important for getting the message of what is action that we need to take for ourselves in the world. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, on the show, Dr. Joan. What a great show. And again, for for those of you that missed any part of this, you'll be able to hear this uh, conversation in its entirety. The book that I am holding in my hand right now is uh, by Dr. Joan Borisenko. It's not the end of the world, developing resilience in times of change. I know you can do it, and she knows you can do it. So let's go do it together. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.